0: Welcome back to the Next Level Minds Podcast. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I'm blessed to sit down with qualified guests and walk through their story of how they've gotten from point A to point B in their life and overcame various adversities along the way. Today's topic is really going to be all about building your success. I'm sitting down with a good friend of mine, country music artist, Haley Mae Campbell, who has absolutely exploded the country music scene, not only in her hometown of Charleston, but Nashville as well. She currently has over one point. Million streams on Spotify and is included on the Hot Country and Wild Country playlist. And I'm confident she's only going to continue to grow. Now, Haley really takes the time to walk each and every one of you through her story of how she grew of where she is today. She overcame some failures, some anxiety, some nervousness. And what she really did was create a great life for herself through country music. She built proper relationships and executed on her dreams, visions, and goals. And I'm confident that these steps and procedures don't only apply to the music industry, but they also apply to anything and everything in life if you're trying to build something for yourself. So I wanted to thank each and every one of you personally for tuning in to this week's episode of Next Level Minds. And as we like to say here at the Next Level Minds podcast, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. Hey Leah, I just want to really uh, thank you for joining the Next Level Minds podcast. I really appreciate you being on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, I know I gave a brief introduction earlier. Um, based on that, what do you want all of our uh, listeners to know about you?
1: Well, um, for anyone that doesn't know my music or isn't familiar with me, I'm a 21-year-old country singer-songwriter, uh, originally from Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, living in Nashville now. So
0: mm, okay. that's pretty much the gist. Gotcha, gotcha. So... <laughs> What was kind of like that time frame like of, from Charleston to Nashville? Because I know we grew up together.
1: For so. sure, for sure. Um, I moved to Nashville, actually, I think exactly two years ago, either today or tomorrow, pretty much exactly two years ago. So it's been a pretty awesome journey. Um, but obviously, I grew up in Charleston, uh, been there for all of the rest of my years. And um, yeah, that's the timeline. Gotcha.
0: And then how long did you say you, you've been in Nashville now?
1: I've been in Nashville for two years.
0: Okay, and then when you were in Charleston, so like, kind of take everyone back to how you initially got started on your music career.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, I got a guitar for my thirteenth birthday. Immediately fell in love with writing songs and figuring out how to play it. Um, uh, and I actually fronted like a cover band. Uh, when I was like 14, 15, which was so funny, like I was busking downtown, which for anybody that's been to Charleston knows, like there's street, you know, performers, musicians playing for tips down there all the time. And that was kind of like my gig, especially during the summer when, you know, it's all tourist season. But um, this guy like came by, heard me play and like gave me his card and was like, do you want to like join our band? I think he thought that I was like at least 21, but I was like 15 at the time. And then, yeah, like we, and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And my mom like brought me to practice and he was like, wait, I'm so confused. Are you in high school? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but it worked out really great. I played with them for like a year, maybe a little over a year. And it was kind of my first introduction to like playing in bars and (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> For a 15 year old I felt pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so. definitely. So when you first started going to to the bars downtown, was there any nervousness with it or was it just like, hey, let's go, let's do it?
1: I don't think there was nervousness. Maybe like the first couple of times, but like I just kind of loved performing. I grew up doing musical theater and I just like always loved being on stage and kind of connecting with people that way through music was always kind of like my favorite thing.
0: Yeah. Was there any type of cause I know performing in front of people? Sometimes can be nervous and everything. Was there any like just hiccups or failures you had when you first initially started? Oh, definitely.
1: The amount of times I probably forgot the words like to certain songs and just kind of like had to like you know a certain line or whatever i mean i did this last night for goodness sake (laughs) that's that's always the thing that gets me is if i get distracted and i'm like thinking about something else like okay with the gig tomorrow like whatever because there's always so much going on i'm always constantly like trying to think ahead but the bad place to do that is on stage but sometimes it gets the best of me and i'll like slip up and forget a lyric or something and i have to kind of like fudge my way through and just kind of hope nobody notices, but those are always pretty funny, especially when they are, like, really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which does happen. I actually recently messed up, like, one of my own songs at this place, Wild Horse, in Nashville, which is, like, a huge stage, mm. super professional, like, lighting, sound. You know, they have, like, a camera, people, and I, like, totally messed up one of my own songs, and I was like, wow, that's really disappointing. <laughs> but, you know, it was one of my first times playing that venue, and it was such a big kind of stage, and it felt, like, so huge and I was like so nervous so that definitely is my most recent experience with being super nervous Uh, on stage
0: so did you did you think anyone noticed when that happened I don't
1: think so um until after when we like tried to skip to the next song and like a little bit of that last track played because we had to cut it in the middle because I messed it up Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs)
1: so sometimes we play with like backing tracks for original songs and it kind of beefs them up you know and uh yeah when I messed it up we got off the track so we had to like cut it and just play the rest, you know, without it. So then, like, when you skip to the next song, like, we were in the middle of the last one. So we just, like, played a little clip of it and then skipped. So I yep. think maybe somebody probably noticed. But hopefully just, the uh, yeah, sound engineers. Uh-huh. Other than
0: that. Enough. So let me ask you this. Um, I've always been very impressed. I know our listeners are as well of just common growth stories that are out there. Whether it's um, entrepreneurship, starting a business, or, you know, moving up in your company, or, or musical artists like yourself. So I know you've you've really blown up in Charleston especially, um, what was kind of like the steps processes that you took to get to that level in Charleston when you were there?
1: Yeah, um, I think when I started out in Charleston, um, there really was no country scene. There wasn't a lot of like country artists that were playing out, that, at least to my knowledge. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, So I was playing out and doing shows and I was getting opportunities just organically through like the radio stations in Charleston. I think that's definitely something that really helped me um, kind of getting that, you know, initial takeoff in Charleston because when your name's advertised on the radio for um, a great example is... 1035 The Weasel, I go back every year to do their Party in the Park show Mm. because not only is it an awesome show every year, but they've always been so good to me. Brian Cleary is the first person that ever put me on the radio, Um, and they've just been so good to me over the years, and they're actually, so to full circle that moment, they're actually sponsoring um, my hometown show at the Music Farm at the end of this month, so they're the official sponsor. So just kind of having the chance to start out building those relationships because I was one of the only kind of acts and you know once I got on their radar they were like okay great we'll have Haley open up for you know whatever show we have coming through town so getting that experience and getting to really open up for you know stars in in my industry was really really cool I think that was definitely a huge um a huge bonus of living in Charleston and kind of getting started at the time I was getting started for sure
0: yeah definitely definitely would you say that relationships are part of the key process to kind of build from the ground up
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I think especially you hear it all the time in the music industry. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Mm. Um, I think that is definitely true, especially in the country industry, because it's almost a little bit more traditional in the sense that like radio is still the forefront of what makes or breaks an artist in country. You know, if you have a hit song on the radio and it goes to number one, then like you're pretty much good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you have to continue to work to keep that track record up, but getting a song on the radio and getting it up the charts is still one of the most important things in country. And I think a lot of other formats have kind of deviated from that, whether it be, um, you know, obviously Spotify is a huge player in new music discovery right now. And, um, you know, in pop pop radio, even, if something goes viral, they'll just play it because they know that people are already listening to it online and they want to stay current. Mm. They want to watch the trends online because people are always discovering new music that way. So it's really interesting to be... In country where it's kind of more traditional and you have to do it the kind of old school way, which is, you know, if you want a song on the radio, you have to have a record label backing you. Mm. So it's uh, that's definitely something that I haven't gotten the chance to really break into yet. Um, like I said before, I've had some stations where I'm doing a show for them. They'll play the song, you know, once or twice to promote. But... Getting a song in rotation, I think, is is still kind of one of those things that people really have to work really hard for. So that's definitely a goal of mine.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And then with building the relationships with the radio stations, let's say there's somebody in the starting position of wanting to become a music artist. Is it initially just finding their number online, reaching out on Instagram, Facebook? Like, kind of, what's that process like?
1: Yeah, I think um, for people that are just starting out, I would say, you know, Getting to know, and this is something I'm actually just learning now about Nashville because obviously I just turned 21 in May. So, but the reason you move to Nashville is to be surrounded by Nashville. You mm. know what I mean? So I've, the advice I've been getting lately is be in the scene, you know, go go out to shows, meet people and that kind of thing. And I think just showing your face and showing that you're, you know, being part of the community is really important. I think people want to see that you're supporting other artists in order to get on board and supporting you. So I think like just being out and about, supporting other acts, meeting them, getting their phone number, maybe ask them to write, you know, that kind of thing. um, I think that's very valuable because you don't have to be playing 10 shows a month or, you know, you don't have to have a label to to just go out and meet people, you know, at, at shows and kind of kind of build it up grassroots organically that way. So I think building that network and finding your like tribe is super important for sure, Mm. especially in a new city or in a city like Nashville.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm a firm believer of, you know, you are the five or ten people who hang around Mm
1: -hmm. because they
0: shape you. So I'm sure that relates also to the music industry. Absolutely. As you mentioned. Um, So I know in my realm in the business and entrepreneurship world that mentorship is huge. Um, Is that the same with music as well?
1: Definitely. Um, I think there's another phenomenon that, like, I've seen in Nashville where, like you said, the five or ten people you hang around kind of shape you and lift you up. And there's this really cool thing that happens in Nashville where, like, somebody from one group will, like, get signed or get a pub deal or something like that. And then you'll kind of see other people in their same group get that recognition and kind of, like, come up along with them. So... It's definitely really cool to see things like that. I think, um, you know, definitely that kind of group recognition is is very prominent.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So did you have any moments, especially in Charleston, because I know you mentioned um, country music was just starting off, of any just kind of like, oh, I feel like giving up, no one's listening to me, because it's hard to measure the kind of like, ROI rate of return of where your music's going sometimes so for
1: sure um there's definitely a period of time um I would say like close to the time I decided to move where I was you know playing kind of the same circuit of you know bars and coffee shops and restaurants Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing and in a lot of those situations you know they're just like okay here's your corner go set up over there and play covers for three hours so it it did get a little tough just knowing that there's kind of a dead end in in the Charleston scene, just because of the tourism aspect, you know, people are going to want live music, but they want it to be kind of background music for the food or whatever else is going on. So I definitely ran into that a lot, which was mm. discouraging at times, you know, to just kind of be in the corner at a restaurant and be like, I could stop playing and like nobody would care, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that was definitely one of my deciding factors in, in moving to Nashville. Obviously it's a lot bigger sea <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. a lot smaller of a fish there but you know at least there's room to grow and expand and pretty much the sky's the limit
0: so. yeah definitely so fast forward to when you moved to Nashville day one right what well, was kind of like going through your mind at that time
1: I was kind of like oh crap <laughs> I am here uh-huh. and now there's no excuse for you know oh well I'm not in Nashville so I can't do this and I I kind of realized that pretty quickly and I was like okay I really need to make the most of every single day that I'm here so I kind of just went full steam ahead with that mindset and you know tried to jump into writing rooms with new people mm. You know, like I said, at that time, I was going to shows that were all ages or 18 and up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just trying to get involved. And I had a brief stint of Broadway gigs, which <laughs> not the most fun thing you can do in Nashville, but yeah. definitely a good way to meet people and make some extra cash. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, I know you have a similar uh, mindset. You know, it's just all about the hustle. You just mm. got to be working all the time and... Always thinking about what else can I be doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I know everyone gets these days, no matter how motivated they are. um, What keeps you going on those days when you don't feel like getting out of bed or don't feel like going to this show?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's tough, especially right now, um, because I'm pretty much out on tour every single weekend. So basically, uh, Friday through Sunday, I'm out of town in a van, living in a van. (laughs) And then Monday through Thursday, I'm in Nashville and writing or, you know, recording or meeting with people or whatever that week may be. And sometimes it's really hard to motivate yourself to do anything else than like what bare minimum you have to do that day. So that's definitely something that I struggle with, um, you know, finding that motivation to be like, oh, well, I just got home. I don't want to get, mm. I want to get dressed and get ready and go talk to people and be social. But, you know, it is super important. And. It's funny, like Nashville is a very like up and down kind of roller coaster. Um, I definitely have those days where, I, you know, a perfect example is like, like, why has not anybody like emailed me back? Like, mm-hmm. even just something as simple as like, why can't I just get a response from this one thing I'm trying to book or you know this one show I'm trying to be a part of? It can really like kind of ruin your day. It's mm-hmm. crazy, and then you know the next day you might get three things show up in your inbox that. Are great opportunities or you know somebody reaching out about something or you know we're gonna put your video on here or whatever so it's it's really hard to when you're in the middle of like kind of a down day where nothing's happening and you're feeling like a little bit stressed because what else can you be doing to kind of like secure new opportunities and push your momentum forward it's definitely tough to like kind of bring yourself back and just be like hey this is the big picture, let me not get bogged down in this one day that nothing great happened because there's always tomorrow. And a lot of times I find the next day I'll wake up and something really cool has happened. Like the other day, um, I was kind of having one of those days and then I woke up the next morning and found out that Genius did a behind the lyrics feature on Anything But Yellow on Spotify. So now when you scroll down, there's like a whole analysis of the lyrics and it's so cool i'm like i've never seen that for an artist that's you know at my level i've only seen that for you know big pop artists you know like drake or zara larson so Mm. i don't know how that happened they did not notify me but (laughs) the fact that i just kind of found it you know was was just enough to just kind of get my you know serotonin levels back to a normal level so yeah it's definitely a lot of up and down but i think keeping that big picture mindset is really important
0: mm, mm, kind of looking at the overall goals and right overall process of and even heading. not
1: being afraid to like look at your achievements because i mm. definitely do that a lot where like like you said earlier about you know when when the podcast gets to a million streams you're going to take the whole month off like <laughs> i i totally felt that way when when anything but yellow hit a million streams i was like oh my god perfect and then like five minutes later i was like crap, what's next, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's definitely, like, it's hard sometimes when you're kind of a workaholic and, like, an mm. entrepreneur like we are, you know, to let yourself kind of, like, have a little moment to like, revel in the success because it's, you know, those first time things are only going to happen once. Like, I'm only going to hit a million streams for, like, the first time once. So it, it definitely is hard sometimes to slow down a little bit, and it seems, like, counterintuitive, but really allowing yourself, I think, to sit in that moment and be like, this is hard work paying off. I think it's really important.
0: Yeah. So really good question. This will help me out as well as probably a lot of listeners along with that. So I'm definitely on the same boat, you know, highs follow lows, lows follow highs. I mean, I just got a new job. I'm obviously the podcast, uh, building a company on the side. So all this stuff's happening and it's hard for me just to sit back and be like, wow, I'm accomplishing a lot. Yeah. And I know a lot of my listeners are doing five, six, seven different things. So How do you really like take a moment and just relax and accept it?
1: Yeah, I think um, a lot of times I, and this even goes into like my just life schedule with like being on the road, like I mentioned, and then being in town, I've kind of found that if I just can plan like one afternoon or like one evening or one morning, I'm not a morning person, so it's usually afternoon Uh or evening, where I just don't have anything scheduled. Mm. and. Even if it's just, like, time for me to, like, kind of sit around and, like, clean my room, which I haven't done in a month or, you know what I mean? Just go to the grocery store and, like, kind of refuel and, like, recharge or, you know, watch a movie. Like, I never get to watch a movie. Like, these are just, like, kind of little things that I think, like, kind of just bring me back to reality and bring Mm. me back to, like, okay, I'm just a person. (laughs) Like, I need to have time for you know, those self-care elements of, you know, slowing down and just being around friends too. I mean, obviously I tour with my band and they're my best friends. So I'm with them all the time, but it's totally different dynamic when you're out on the road working versus, you know, Hey, let's, let's get together and like have a bottle of champagne and just hang out, you Mm -hmm. know, on the patio or whatever, just having time set aside. And it's so hard because obviously that is time. You could be, working or figuring out what's next or brainstorming or anything like that. But I think it's really important to set aside some time, especially if you can with friends. But if you're, you know, if you're a little bit more on the reserve side or, you know, introverted, you know, setting aside time for yourself, you know, after doing all these social things that entrepreneurs have to do to kind of build up their businesses, I think setting aside that time to just kind of be like, and take a deep breath yeah, and go okay this is all really cool Uh what i'm doing is really cool and you know you deserve to to have that moment yourself to just be like wow okay god is great and Mm. i'm just sitting in this moment and taking it all in so i think that that's definitely something just if you know that you're kind of reaching a point where you're getting burned out don't don't let yourself get to that point just Mm. just take a take a breather take a rest People will understand, you know, if you have to cancel something or not go somewhere that your friends were expecting you to go or a business event or something that's like, oh, I should go to this, but I don't really have to. And I haven't just kind of had a moment to myself in peace in a while. You know, I think it's it's pretty important to take those and just give your time, give give yourself time to reflect Mm. on everything because it can clear your head and kind of help you.
0: And just be present in the situation at hand.
1: Absolutely. Be present and don't even as hard as it is in in those moments that you set aside don't be thinking ahead about oh now i have to do this and this and this just say wow this is really great mm. look at the people i'm sharing this with you know it's it's important
0: yeah would you say that turning off your social media notifications is key <laughs> during that <laughs> I time i did that or? a
1: long time ago <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely um think that yeah creating a no distraction zone in those times is is just another way to keep, like you said, uh, being present in the moment. So yeah, just putting your phone in another room, you mm. know, leaving it on the charger. Just take a couple hours. You don't, you don't need to be on it. Like that email can wait. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, including myself, struggle with that, especially Definitely. building a business, building your, you know, music acts. It's just hard to turn it off. But I Definitely. completely agree with what you're saying about having the time for yourself. Totally. Um obviously your schedule is really busy. I know you mentioned um, that you're going on tours on the weekend, mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of, you know, great things in Nashville during the week. Kinda walk everyone through like what's your day to day like to just like stay productive during that time.
1: Yeah. Um usually when I'm in Nashville, um my Mornings usually start off with a writing session, um, uh, which I love. I mean, songwriting is obviously the beginning of the whole rest of the process, so it's really awesome. And lately, I've been able to get together with some really, really awesome writers. Mm. So always just kind of trying to expand that network and and get into more writing rooms is is awesome. And then, you know, the afternoon is either usually like working on music, uh, like recording or, you know, a rehearsal maybe. Um, Or just you know kind of getting on my computer and booking. I do all my booking myself um, as well so it's usually the afternoon is usually kind of just working on like the whole business as you know whatever needs doing you know website needs updating. I need to make a poster for this show. You know, that kind of miscellaneous list yeah. of to-dos is usually the afternoon. And then, yeah, in the evening, usually just trying to go out and go out to a show or, um, you know, not go out to a show, whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the day brings. But um, I love to uh, go do a few showcases they have in town every week. One of my favorites is Whiskey Jam, which mm. is every Monday and Thursday. So if it's a Monday or Thursday and I'm done with all of that uh, earlier stuff, then I, I reward myself by, by kind of going out and hanging out with some friends.
0: Yeah, having a whiskey after. Today. Yes, like, finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Finally. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. So what advice did you have out there for our listeners that um, not only in the music industry, but let's say they're moving to a new city, um, they're trying to make something of themselves, whether it's... business entrepreneurship or music like yourself like what would you suggest that they can just plant a big seed
1: yeah um it's tough moving to a new city um i remember when i moved to nashville and i didn't really have any friends there yet um it's really hard but i went to a lot of stuff by myself and just Mm. forced myself to talk to people you know sat down at a table you know with other people and just kind of naturally get get brought into the conversation because people are generally just really nice. Like I know there's a lot of, (laughs) you know, especially in Nashville and in the South. South, I mean, people are so inviting and that's just one thing I've been able to fall back on. So obviously if you're moving to a city up North, I don't know nothing about that. Good luck. (laughs) I know it's tough, especially New York. My best friend lives up there Mm. and she is absolutely grinding it out. My sister lives there as well. And I don't. I don't know how they do it. Honestly, <laughs> New York is so fast. Um, but that's one thing I love about Nashville. Is like it's kind of a nice, happy medium between a big city with big city mindsets mm. and you know small town Southern people. You know. So I think really just getting out there in the scene, exploring. You know, finding out whether it be just researching online. Like, where do people in my industry hang out? Like, where mm. can I meet? and connect with people that are like-minded or doing similar things, I think that is definitely a great way to get your 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 feet wet, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. So I want to ask one more mindset-oriented question, and I'd love to spend the remaining time kind of asking what you have right now and what you have in the future yeah. within your music. So mindset-wise, what would you say is, like, key to your success to kind of get to the level that you are now and the continuation level that you are going to get to?
1: Yeah, Um. I think a really good way of thinking about it is just, I, and and I realize this more and more now as I'm getting older, but like looking back on kind of my whole story, I just kind of realized that I never really had a backup plan. And I think um, a lot of people, I think music is kind of unique because a lot of people either view musicians or look at people that want to be in a band or like you know, be a musician as kind of, oh, like, they're just trying this. And if, you know, for a couple years, and if it doesn't work, then they'll get a real job. But I think people that are truly dedicated to a creative outlet are, you know, really just need to be absolutely dedicated and not ever have in the back of their mind, like, well, I could always go back to Mm. such and such. Like, I personally have never had another job outside of music other than one time I was a barista and I was really bad at it. And I was like baristaing at the same place that I was playing on the weekends. And I was like, this is so silly. I can make three times as much money yep. playing one gig than I could do. So obviously, like you have to build up those those connections and the, the money stuff is really hard when you're getting started, especially. Um, but You know, I'm super fortunate right now. I'm paying all of my bills and keeping afloat with just, you know, doing music full time. So I think that having just absolutely being dedicated to what you're doing and fully present and not thinking about what if this doesn't work out, what am I going to do if this doesn't work out? Because you just have to be totally dedicated or else you're always going to find that plan B. Mm. You're always going to like know that you can fall back on something. And I think that can take away from the determination that you could have if you just put all of your effort into what you really want to do. So yeah, that's what I've been trying to do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I completely agree with that. I, I know on my end, my, my business partner and I, were are uh, trying to build an app right now. And that's awesome. we're, we're getting closer to, you know, the finishing product. And the other day we chatted and we were like, man, let, what's a plan B in case it doesn't work out? And we both stopped each other in our tracks. Like, you know, there is no plan B. Like, yeah. this is the plan B and completely agree with that. So yeah, I think that absolutely. relates to all that. So I guess would your one word for success be uh, determination then? Yeah,
1: I think determination, yeah. you know, just... And the music industry, of course, is just like any other in the, you know, in the way that you're going to hear no a thousand times before you hear that one yes. You know, Mm. I'm in this kind of interesting time where I'm just starting to have like meetings with record labels and that kind of thing. And, you know, it's just so funny. Like I went into a meeting and, you know, they're like, oh, if only we didn't already have two other female artists. I'm like, well, that's crazy to hear. (laughs) But okay." I mean, but, you know, it it, it is, you know, any industry, there's going to be roadblocks and pitfalls and all that kind of stuff so i think you know if you're just determined and you're good at what you do everything timing wise will will work out the way it's supposed to work out
0: Mm. so true so true so within your music what do you really have going on right now and and what's kind of the plans for the future i'd actually personally love to hear it absolutely
1: absolutely Uh well um obviously you mentioned earlier about um anything but yellow Mm. is is killing it on spotify that's the first song that i've ever had reach a million streams so go check it out listeners yep. if you haven't heard it um it's also the first um single i've ever released that's gotten those editorial spotify placements so mm. right now it's uh featured on new boots with a vertical video which is awesome and um wild country and then we actually had a month-long run on hot country which is spotify's number one country playlist. Really so it was super cool and um you know, just an honor to kind of see my song next to, you know, Luke Combs, Carrie Underwood, Dierks wow. Bentley, like, and I, I got to chat with the guy who was responsible for all those playlists. And he is just, I met him actually in Charleston a few years ago um, at Charleston Music Confab, which was a, a great resource to me. And I'm sure a lot of other Charleston musicians feel the same way. um, But yeah, like goes back to the beginning, like just fostering that relationship and having the chance to send him music back in the day and then getting to kind of show him the new music where he was like, this song is ready, you know, he he loved it and so that's kind of what's going on there with that song and we're just kind of building on that and building up to the next release, which is going to be late September, Mm -hmm. which I'm super excited about. Um, I feel like this song is the best song I've ever written <laughs> slash recorded, um, and it's called Ghost Stories. It's going to be out late September.
0: You said Ghost or Go?
1: Ghost Stories.
0: Ghost Stories, okay. Gotcha. Is there any uh, artist that you've kind of gotten your motivation and try to build your music off of?
1: Um, I think some of my favorite artists to watch right now are Morgan Wallen and Ray Lynn. Um, Raylan is one of my favorite country artists ever. I think she um, is kind of still a little bit more on the new up-and-coming side, but she is just so, like, her everything about her is so fun, and her social media presence is on point. She knows exactly who she is, um, and she really capitalizes on it. So watching her kind of rise is really awesome. Um, She was on The Voice way back Mm -hmm. when, and Blake Shelton kind of took her under his wing and brought her on tour and she's just awesome yeah she's super big inspiration for me
0: yeah definitely definitely where um i know we have a lot of listeners like in big, big cities across the u.s like where's your next kind of tour gonna be would you say
1: um we are working on that now um like i mentioned before we have a the end of this month is going to wrap up the asking for a friend tour which is what i'm currently calling it That's cool. um and then we are going to be launching the next one, which will be, you know, throughout the end of the year and beginning of next year. So we are working on booking that stuff now, but obviously going to be coming back to the Carolinas. I love coming home to the Carolinas. Um, but one place I'd love to go is Chicago. Mm. Never been to Chicago before and my is from there. So, and I've gotten a lot of Instagram DMs of people saying you should come to Chicago. So if anybody is in Chicago and knows where we should play hit me up
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> do they do country music in, up there? apparently they love
1: it <laughs> they've got a lot of festivals up there and that kind of thing so that's definitely something i'd love to do more of is like you know festival type events because they're just so fun and you get to meet a lot of other artists
0: yeah is that stressful picking where to do the tours and everything yeah
1: it, it can be we try to do it logically you know based off of where We have friends or family or listeners, that kind of thing. Um, Spotify analytics have been really helpful with that because I can Mm. see exactly where my listeners are. So that's been really cool to kind of get to try and plan out around those. Obviously, the first time you go to a new market, it's pretty tough as far as getting a show there because obviously you've never played there before. It's kind of a catch twenty mm. two. They're like, "Well, you've never played here before," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I want to because I have fans there." So it's kind of one of those things where you have to just work on it over time. But yeah, definitely Chicago would be a next, uh, a new market that I'd love to hit.
0: Yeah, a next next market you should mm-hmm. definitely go to. Go to. Okay, so everything out there, like you have an amazing story. Do you have any, I guess, final advice for listeners? I know you're just filled with knowledge. Uh, I mean,
1: I'm just kind of talking and you're letting me go (laughs) for a long time, which is great. Um, I just think, um, you know, like I said earlier, stay true to who you are. You know, a lot of people will try to tell you what you have to be or how Mm -hmm. you should change, but if something feels right to you and that's what you are doing, then I think just. Stay true to your craft and stay true to your vision, and um, you know you'll find the right people that are going to align with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So, um, if people want to connect with you, where's the best place to reach out?
1: Absolutely. Um, obviously, I'm on social media: Facebook, Instagram at Haley May Campbell, or mm. my website is haleymaycampbell.com. Uh, Spotify, give me a follow on there for the new music coming out. You'll be getting a notification when that comes out, which is very cool. Um, and also, if you follow me on Spotify, they'll send you an email when we're coming to your city to play. So, lots Ooh. of great resources there. Spotify is uh, really, really great for artists. So, yeah.
0: So if you're in Chicago, so you if you're in following Chicago, you get that right?
1: You get that email when we're coming to town. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Well, um, thanks again for for being a guest Thank on you the so Next Level Minds podcast. This awesome. Yeah, this was awesome, and. Guys, everyone out there, um, just in closing, you know Haley has a lot of grit and determination to, to really just conquer her craft. And it's all about really putting in the work, having the determination to keep going when it really feels like it's not going anywhere. Um, something that really resonated with me was just having no plan B, having your plan A be your only plan, and just be on the lookout for the uh, next tour launching. If you're in Chicago, hopefully she's coming there. <laughs> and uh, definitely listen to anything but yellow it's an amazing song and ghost stories like she mentioned is coming out in september so stay tuned for that and i want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in and uh, as we like to say here at next level minds your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success